With Long Island local news on Thursday, September 14th, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe on WLIWFM. More than two dozen alleged drug traffickers were busted for their involvement in three crime rings that peddled Trank, fentanyl and cocaine throughout Long Island, including the East End, but most of them were cut loose almost immediately thanks to New York's bail reform laws. The Suffolk County District Attorney's Office said yesterday, Reuven Fenton and Steve Janowski reporting in the New York Post that despite the seriousness of the allegations, only 10 of the defendants charged in the sweeping case could be held on bail and the other 20 were automatically released as we stood helplessly by that quote from Suffolk County D.A. Ray Tierney, who said it at Wednesday's press conference in Riverhead. The three indictments containing a total of 132 charges uh, said alleged gang members Duchesne Telfer, 30 of North Amityville, Paris Parks, 31 of Greenport, and Gabriel Fernandez, 33 of West Babylon, led separate operations that moved massive amounts of illicit narcotics. Their trafficking uh, operations, uh, their trafficking allegedly led to the death of at least one person, 30-year-old Michelle Tomitz. Quote, sadly, this is not by any stretch of the imagination a unique instance here in Suffolk County, anywhere else in New York State or the country, Tierney said, adding 399 people died from fentanyl last year in Suffolk. Under New York's 2019 criminal justice reforms, only Class A felonies, the most serious, are eligible for bail. In the past, Tierney has griped that the lax law lets dealers off the hook far too often. In other news, legislation to continue funding water quality and coastal habitat projects in the Long Island Sound have been introduced to the Senate. The Long Island Sound Restoration and Stewardship Act would provide $65 million a year through 2028. Tracy Tulis reporting on Newsday.com that previous funding is set to expire this year. Money in the new bill would go toward cleanup, water quality, shoreline preservation, and other environmental and conservation needs of Long Island Sound, according to Senator Kirsten Gillibrand's office. The bill was introduced in the Senate yesterday by Gillibrand and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Connecticut Senators Chris Murphy and Richard Blumenthal, all Democrats. Republican Congressman Nick LaLota of Amityville plans to introduce a companion bill at the U.S. House this week, according to spokesman Will Kylie, Long Island Sound is the second largest estuary on the East Coast and one of the most biologically diverse. But 23 million people live within 50 miles of its shores and water quality suffers from sewage releases and fertilizer runoff from lawns and farms. Sound's coastal habitats have been degraded by high, uh, higher sea level heavy storms, and loss of coastal wetlands. And finally, East End residents have logged logged uh, 28,000 complaints about aircraft noise thus far this year, about 70% of which were complaints about helicopters landing at or departing from East Hampton Town Airport in Wainscott. Michael Wright reporting on 27East.com that the complaints have flooded in from across the region with outsized numbers of complaints coming from just a handful of individual households in Wainscott that log numerous complaints each day. One Wainscott household has lodged nearly or logged nearly 1,700 complaints in just the last 90 days with and more than 400 in the last month alone. Over the last three months, 71 separate households from within East Hampton Town's borders logged complaints, 36 of those in Wainscott and more than 190 from throughout the region, according to Robert Grotel, the owner of Plain Noise, the web-based complaint tracking company that the town has contracted with since 2012 to register, log, and track complaint data related to the airport. Many of the complaints logged about aircraft noise Related to the airport have come from households outside of East Hampton Town. Grotel said only about 6,700 of the complaints logged this year came from households within East Hampton Town. Complaints from residents of Noyak, Sag Harbor, and other areas of Southampton Town have soared in the last year as airport managers and 
Helicopter pilot organizations have asked Pilot to split their approach and departure routes for East Hampton Airport between a path leading over Georgica Pond and one that has aircraft fly out over Sag Harbor, up the Peconic, and then south to the ocean over the Shinnecock Canal and parts of Hampton Bays. Complaints have also continued to pour in from the North Fork. Residents have long been incensed by the noise of aircraft Helicopters in particular transiting over neighborhoods to an airport that has no connection to their communities. Reading the weather here in Southampton in honor of Minerva Perez, joining us to talk about the 20th annual Latino Film Festival of the Hamptons in just a moment. But speaking of film, uh, Tremar Petaway's uh, footsteps of an angel. Let me see the information for that. Uh, is going to be showing Saturday, September 16th at the Bridgehampton Child Care and Recreation Center as part of the fourth annual Black Film Festival. Uh, It looks like you can call 631-537-0616 for the 6 o'clock showtime there. Uh, And I wanted to mention a couple other events going on Uh, Let's see, this weekend, it looks like Playwrights Theater of East Hampton is going to be uh, presenting Before Vincent at LTV Studios on Saturday at 7.30. Uh, That's going to be a reading of a play. And then uh, the 13th annual Jeremy Hamilton Memorial Pig Roast will also be taking place uh, this Saturday with a rain date on the 17th at 6th Street Beach in Greenport. It supports the Jeremy Hamilton Memorial Scholarship Fund, providing scholarship money to graduating seniors from Greenport High School. It looks like GHS Class of of 93 will also be celebrating their 30th year reunion at the event and during the weekend. So, hey, Class of 93, um, wherever... You graduated from happy 30th annual or, you know, anniversary. All right, let's look at the weather. It looks like a sunny Thursday with a high near 75 degrees. Northwest wind around 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 62 degrees. North wind 10 to 14 miles per hour right now. It's 71 degrees. And uh, we'll keep it going with our very weird, wonderful Superpower edition of the heart going. We've got Kirby on deck, uh, the colors session, um, single uh, or version of Superpower, that single from 2020. Beyonce's Superpower with Frank Ocean on deck after that. Xavier Wright, an icon, the great before Paris Mitchell. But first, Caroline Jones on WLIWFM. Sometimes it's a dream that I swear I can taste Other times it just feels like a waste But I'm afraid that I'll always be a fool for the chase Is it weakness? Is it weakness or strength? I'm not sure To die on a hill just for sport Go down with a ship in the name of my art doesn't seem very smart But there's no Giving up it. 
Jones to Kirby to Beyonce and Frank Ocean. You get a little bit of it all. You're on WLI WFM, Long Island's only NPR radio station. Different from 
your hands are in mine That's just the way it is And when my voice is screaming out To my own ears uh, That feels different From when I hear yours Now that's just the way it is Standing in this mirror after all these years, what I'm viewing is a little different from what your eyes show ya. Yeah. I guess I didn't see myself before ya. Yeah. Moving forward, a subtle power, a tough love. Tough love. And I thought the world would revolve. I thought the world would revolve. Without us. Without us. Without us. Without us. But nothing I know could slow us down. Couldn't slow us down. I thought I couldn't live without you. Break us down And just like you I can't be scared And just like you I hope I'm spared But it's tough love I know you feel it in the air Even the babies know it's there Tough love The laws of the world tell us what goes Sky and what falls It's a suit Power. The laws of the world never stopped us once Cause together we got plenty superpower A subtle power A tough love oh, Like a shark Ooh, Too much to bear Queen B to Queen P, it's the Hot Sights and Sounds segment underwritten by William Rose Gallery here on Long Island's only local NPR radio uh, station, Miss Minerva Perez in the WLI WFM studio, talking about today being the kickoff of the 20th annual Latino Film Festival of the Hamptons. Good morning, Minerva. Happy to be here. Thank it, you. It's so lovely to see you in person. I know. This is a treat. So to see you. you're kicking off in Sag Harbor today, right? Yes, we are. Today okay, so is... you've got the wrong mic. I see. Oh my gosh, sorry about That's that. That's all right. Hi. Hi there. Yes. Uh, so I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we are kicking off today at Sag Harbor Cinema for a really fun film, Anna E. Bruno. Yes. All right. So tell me, tell me. 
We're not talking this year about Bruno from El Encanto, <laughs> which is funny because we, we don't talk about Bruno. We can talk about Bruno. We can, <laughs> I know. And in our household, we definitely do. And especially, so this is a different Bruno. Tell us everything about this film. Sure. Uh, this is a film that was actually really hard to get a hold of. It was uh, made by a Mexican uh, director, Carlos Carrera, in um, and he. This is a kind of a Tim Burton esque type of film. It's Ooh. an animated feature. Yes. Oh. Yes. With a claymation feel. Why, why do you say Burton esque? Let me see. It's kind of dark. <laughs> okay. All right. Hold on. Here, so, I'll, I'll yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, right. So, the, you know, the theme of it is interesting. So we, we definitely oh, chose I'm this down. for... Oh, I'm This looks like a vampire type um, uh, small person. What is going on uh, here? Yeah, the little, the little girl with the big eyes, you know? It's like a... No, no, no. Who's next to the little girl? That's her little friend. I That's wonder. her little friend who's, who's going to accompany her on this very scary journey where she is going to go to attempt to free her mother from a mental institution. So you know, oh. this theme is, uh, you know, but the thing is that um, it, it we chose it as a teen kind of focus. You know, yeah. we are doing a lot of work with adolescent cool. mental health and just, just the idea that we can talk about difficult themes. Um, and this film does a great job of it. And the girl is super strong, and but it's scary. She goes in the scary journey, yeah. you know. And uh, so this is a film that we're showing at 8:30 p.m. So we chose a later start time to kind of appeal to uh, potentially a younger crowd. But anyone and everyone is welcome. Oh my gosh, this is badass. It is. So uh, I'm, I didn't know you could say that on the radio. <laughs> yeah, we can. I love it. <laughs> I can't uh, help myself. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, I am so psyched about... All right, so as always, you pick fantastic films. Can you talk oh, about the you. process? Sure. Uh, it must be difficult. Yes, it's very difficult. Do, how many films do you guys preview to get it down to... What do you got, five? Yeah, we got five this year. Um, we preview... This year, we actually got a lot of great submissions through our Film Freeway um, account. And Film Freeway is this very kind of democratic way of... Every filmmaker, whether they have a dollar or whether they have a distributor with a lot of money, they can submit their film through Film Freeway to other festivals uh, around the globe. And so this year we got a lot of great films. So we had at least, I think, 35 films. And some of them we might not look at because sometimes people don't check the specs and we'll get a film that's in Farsi. I have a lot of films, amazing films from Iran, I have to tell you. One day we're going to do an Iranian film festival. This is just a fact. Just dedicated. Just dedicated. Very cool. Because they're, they're amazing films, but they, they're not in Spanish language with English subtitles. Um, so we got a lot of submissions that way. Then we also do our due diligence to kind of look into other film festivals like the Havana Film Festival, the Miami Film Festival, the New York, um, you know, uh, Latino Film Festival. We want to see what's out there in a larger context so that we might not get the U.S. or the world premieres all the time, but we want to see kind of what's out there and if we can connect up with a filmmaker, have them come out, out oh, here, that, that's fantastic. meet with our audiences uh, and all that. So we make it our own in that way. And so this way, uh, this year, we had at least 35 films that came through Film Freeway. We looked at another at least 25, 30 films and we just took our time, and we have a committee. So, we have, mm -hmm. and that committee kind of shifts every year. But we have a committee that helps to make the decisions on why they love a film, um, why they don't, and then we make these selections. So, uh, toward that end, do we have any directors or people from the film teams that are going to be joining us uh, for these viewings this year? Sure. So, um, Anna and Bruno, uh, not unfortunately, but come see the film anyway. Oh, yeah, this Harbor Cinema this looks $10. like right up my. Right up my alley. And if the link is weird, it was our fault. We, <laughs> we we originally had kind of a wacky link. But if you just go to Sag Harbor Cinema website, you'll find it. Okay. Um, and then on Friday at the parish, uh, the cow who sang a song into the future is an environmentalist, an environmental film done in a kind of magic realism way by a Chilean director. And she is fabulous, Francesca Alegria. She's going to be joining us via Zoom from oh, Chile. Oh, cool. Yeah. From, Very cool. Chile, so. And and will you be having I remember the last couple of years, I think, when you've done uh the film releases at the parish, you've had like a reception as well beforehand. Are you gonna be doing that again? Yes, we are. Right, We're excited. Cool. We're gonna be doing that. Uh parish has been uh wonderful to 
you know, help uh, collaborate with that. So we're going to have some poured wine. We're going to have delicious food from Elegant Affairs um, that Very Ola, nice. um, you know, uh, make sure to, ha- to have happen, especially it's our 20th year. We want to celebrate. Yes. Uh, so we'll have that at 6 o'clock. What we also do uh, traditionally is have a bilingual tour of the most recent exhibit at the parish. So we're going to be having that happen with, I believe, Grizel is going to be doing that. She's a bilingual um docent there at the, at the museum and so that'll be happening at what's the, same the ex- time. what's the exhibition right now i'm not sure i know it's it's, it's always going to be exciting and wonderful it's but parishart.org I, think... I believe is their exactly. website so you'll see but that's what we felt you could still wander around the museum but we have the tour that really focuses on the most current exhibit um so that's happening and then the film will start at seven and then we'll have the zoom conversation with the director right afterward um and then on saturday the 16th we have the sense of the chords which is a 7 p.m show and um and that one is going to uh just be a great show it is a documentary and so we're excited about that musical doc no no not musical well there are musical instruments in the doc okay (laughs) but it's yeah Uh, the power of music mm -hmm. perseverance and hope Yes, okay. so this really focuses on three the, adolescent girls mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm. kind of coming through a, a system. You know, they come through the justice system and you'll kind of learn their stories. Oh. But really what kind of sets this apart is, uh, you know, how how music is is brought into their to their lives and what that how that changes their lives. And this is, you know, a beautiful story. And it's you know, it's happening in El Salvador, you know, so yes. the, we want to make sure that we have storylines that people can see it might change some of their perspectives about how things happen elsewhere. Right. Um, so that's Sag Harbor Cinema. And then um, very exciting on the 17th, uh, one of our favorite uh, partners as well, um, West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center, working with Julianne and Heather over there, who we love. Wonderful people. Um, yes. Uh, is um, 2 p.m. We're going to have Frida in the Sky. That's a U.S. premiere. And that is... Um, that is a short that's a that's an animated six minute short and it's really got some great girl power oh, eight-year-old girl I love this. she's an engineering prodigy she builds an airplane behind her mother's back to carry on her grandmother's legacy and so that's uh you, you show up at 2 p.m you see that film first like in the old days when they would have like the you know the animated yes. <laughs> preview type things um and then right after that this is super exciting and i just would love a chance to really get people excited about this the pink lagoon this is a New York premiere, and we're going to have the director, Juan Arce, and also Monica Arce, the lead actress. They're going to be there. In person? In person. How cool is this? And this film was chosen kind of hands down by our committee. Um, it really it features a, a young woman who wants to be a ballerina. Uh, she has... Uh, she happens to have Down syndrome, but what this film is so exciting to me for is that this actress is just amazing. Like she's just talented. I'm watching her as you know, as a person who acts occasionally myself, and just really impressed um, by just how how she's conveying this this character, and um, and just giving us all different kinds of perspectives. And the story is the artist story. The story is, what do you do as an artist when people just don't quite believe in you the way you believe in yourself? Right. And um, and that's Which what is this story very, is. Which is a very universal theme. It is. It is. Yeah. And she does a great job. And then there's a lot of relation relationship between her and her brother. We get to see that kind of play out and evolve. And... Um, and she's going to be there, and I'm so excited to hear about her process and how she kind of explains that. And this, of course, is open up to all to all families. It is Spanish language English subtitle, so I will okay. say that. But if um, but and still, how will you ha- how will you handle that in the Q and A? Because oh, we'll always be... have an interpreter. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, very cool. Uh, you find out more information. Uh, I imagine at Ola of Eastern Long Island dot org for all the films. Or should people go to like whbpac.org? You for can go to films. any of the you venues go- and you'll see it. So like like West Hampton Beach Performing, uh, Performing Arts, they have it up on their site. Um, we've got it on our site as well. But if you want to go in and get the tickets, um, you'll kind of see all the, the different ways to do that um, with each of the venues as well. Uh, and on our on our website as well. Please go to our website. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, everything's out there, and we're super excited. It's our twentieth year, um, and we're really we're really enjoying um, this festival. It's a beautiful. It's you uh, you guys always do such an amazing job with this festival. Uh, it, it's really a fantastic thing, and we're very 
uh, grateful to have you here in the 20th year. Um, I do want to, since we're here, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to take away from the festival, but this has been a very um, uh, big time for organizations like OLA as far as doing the tough work of uh, connecting communities, for example. Uh, We talk about uh, what's going on with folks coming uh, not only to the country, but to our region. I imagine you've been kicked into high gear lately uh, doing the work. Yes. I mean, we started doing the work back in 2002, you know, so our um, our ability to support uh, new families, whether coming from another country, whether they're coming from, you know, the city or New Jersey or North Carolina, uh, we are here to do that. So in terms of helping to navigate some of the systems that are out here, it's what we naturally do. I mean, right. we don't have the magic button for affordable housing or workforce housing. You know, we can't we can't do anything with that yet. We advocate for it, of course, but um, but every other aspect of making sure that. Um, sort of basic human needs are something that someone has helped navigating if they are lost or if they're um, if they're in in medical need or they're in emotional need. I mean, these are the kind of things that we do naturally. Mm-hmm. We've been doing them for a long time. So it's not about busloads of people. It's about just the humans that are here. And we right. learn about families in need in all different ways. The church sometimes sends us families and, and says that this, this person needs a lot of help. Um, we might hear from schools. We might hear from law enforcement departments that say we need help. We just went to a home. We experienced X. Can you help with that? So we this is what we do every day, all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's just, a, it's just a piece of what we do, I'd right. say. The politicizing of all of it is kind of unfortunate um, because – because it just is. Uh, it doesn't mean there isn't a larger conversation to have. It doesn't mean that these aren't difficult conversations that we recognize to be challenging. Um, but the fact that they end up being placed on the backs, oftentimes, of children or of people that um, that don't necessarily have the control over those things. Right. Um, and yet where it's it becomes too easy for people that are in a degree of power to just keep handing that off and putting it on the shoulders of somebody else. We have to handle our business right. um, as leaders and uh, and make sure that children, especially, are not getting caught in the fray. People are not talking points. I think it's uh, mm-hmm. so important uh, to note that uh, I'm excited about uh, the talk that's happening at the Riverhead Library on Monday about what the asylum process looks like mm-hmm. and uh, the firsthand experience of someone who, who volunteered at the southern border just talking about uh, who who is coming to the country, why, and how. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that uh, too often people generalize or, or talk about things uh, from a fear standpoint mm-hmm. without really talking about who, what, when, mm-hmm, where, mm-hmm, why, mm-hmm. and more importantly, how. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's important. And and the willingness to have those conversations and having folks walk through the door that might not normally have been there. I mean, I think mm-hmm. what's important is that we're expanding out this conversation and not just speaking in bubbles because that doesn't get anywhere. Right. Um, and so I'm, I'm glad that that's happening. And, uh, and we're certainly very much aware of a lot of stuff going on in Riverhead. Um, some stuff great, like this conversation. Some stuff not great, right. like emergency orders. Um, but, you know, we're, we, we stay on it and we try to keep the dialogue open at all times. Amen. I am so grateful to you, Minerva, for being with us. We're super psyched about the 20th anniversary of the Latino Film Festival going on all throughout, uh, particularly the South Fork, uh, starting tonight at Sag Harbor Cinema, Tomorrow at the Parish, Saturday again at Sag Harbor Cinema, and Sunday, the big finish at West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Minerva Perez. Uh, you can go to Ola of Eastern Long Island.org, Sag Harbor Cinema.org, uh, Parish Art.org, or WHBPAC.org for more information about the 20th annual. Uh, Latino Film Festival. This was the Hot Sights and Sounds segment underwritten by William Riss Gallery. Let's see. This is Icon the Great and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome and you're listening to WLIWFM, news you can trust, music you love.
Bunny hopping past Xavier Wright. I've got a little Paris Mitchell, the Duke's men, then the one and only Stevie Wonder on WLIWFM. It's the super edition, since, of course, I'm going to play Stevie's Superstition from 72. Uh, this is Paris Mitchell's Superpower from the I Don't Love You and Other Lies EP of 2022 on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. I don't fly No bird or plane or mistake in the sky Just an average guy But have no fear Your signal couldn't have been more clear And now your savior's here You're the spider bite, you're the gamma beam Snap your fingers and make my dreams Come alive for a little while cause you know I'm Into my veins, it got me going insane. You give me strength, like I can stop a train and feel no pain. You're my Mary Jane.
Thank you to our guests this morning, Jessica Dennehy and Minerva Perez, as well as our underwriter, William Riss Gallery, all of you listener supporters of WLIWFM out there, leading you into the NPR news break with little Rory Kelly bringing it back to Long Island. Supermoon from the rising, rising, rising record. If you missed August's uh, first supermoon, well, you missed the last supermoon of 2023 looks like we've got three in a row in 2024 the first will be on february 9th the other two march 10th and april 8th i'm jenna volpe this is rory kelly and you whoever you are out there you're super and you're listening to long island's only local npr radio station wliwfm news you can trust music you love 